0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Big Stories podcast. On this episode, I have the incredible pleasure of chatting with the owner of 925 Wellbeing, a fitness and wellness brand based out of Mississauga. Now, this guy takes risk-taking to a whole new level. Even just listening to his story strangely took me outside of my comfort zone, but also inspired me as well. From quitting his full-time job to start 925, to recently taking a social media hiatus to work on himself and his well-being, he is the epitome of leading by example. Oftentimes, whether you are an entrepreneurship in the health and wellness industry, or any other industry for that matter, you really spend a lot of time focusing in on crafting your service and giving to others. And sometimes that means putting yourself on the back burner, but What Rocky talks about is taking that accountability and that ownership and really understanding that if you don't take care of yourself, you can't provide the best service. You can't give your best self to the people that you're trying to serve. So grab a snack, listen in, put those headphones in. Trust me, guys, you're going to love this one. Hey Rocky, so nice to have you on. How you doing today?
1: I'm doing so good Brittany, so nice to see you. I haven't seen you in real life in a while so it's really nice to be even just talking to you.
0: Absolutely and I love where you are at right now. It is, uh, it's is—it's your facility there and uh, I love it. You're repping the brand um, and it looks great. You're ready for yeah, these doors it. to open.
1: I am ready for the doors to open, that's the best way to put it. You're right, yeah. totally, I think we all are.
0: Absolutely, you're just manifesting it. You're just like, okay, beginning of June, come a little faster so we know if we can open these doors.
1: That's right, I want to, I want to be the light at the end of the tunnel.
0: Absolutely, yeah, really well put. So uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, this is Rocky, and he is the owner and founder of 925 Wellbeing. Uh, he has an incredible fitness brand out of Mississauga. He offers, I don't know if there's a program that I haven't seen Rocky offer. He offers, (laughs) like, uh, police recruit training. Um, If you're wanting to get into shape before your wedding, he offers a specific customized program for that. If you're just looking to get into shape in general and just get moving, um, he does an excellent job of bringing community together with his amazing energy. That's the first thing that I noticed about you when we first worked together. uh, And I attended the, I think it was, like, during Halloween. Yes.
1: It was. October thirty first.
0: Yeah, it was when I was the only one that came dressed up. That was great.
1: That's right. That's <laughs> right. You were you were eight eighties or nineties? Was it the eighties?
0: It was eight. Yeah, it was like eighties close. Yeah, exactly. I you
1: stood out. I yeah, you. thanks.
0: But uh, yeah, that was the first thing that sort of I was just like, wow, your energy was just super infectious. And, uh, and I knew I was like, I need to be around this guy more. Like I need to be around like what he's sort of like putting together and, and collaborating and giving to the community. So I just want to say thank you. And, uh, it's been so great to work with you and to meet you. Um, and I'm going to sort of pass it over to you and you just let the people know who you are and how you started and why you started 925 wellbeing.
1: Thanks Brittany. And I just gotta actually say, even before I start, that was like I just remember like right away, just even the high with you was like boom, click. She's she's like this 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 girl is doing the, the thing. This girl, is, I got I, I felt the same way. Yeah. I was like I wanna I wanna make sure that I stick with this person because she is doing exactly what I want to be doing as well, and we we're nice. vibing on that same same wave. Like, so I loved it. Thank you so much uh, for even just showing up that day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You're welcome. What, what we uh, what we do at 9 to 5, like you said, we just try to um, – I realized I was working, I was training. I got into fitness real late in my life. I was 39 years old, and I, I, I never done anything with fitness before. And so I wanted to sort of make more time with my kids. And I I pared it down to two things that I wanted to do, maybe write or maybe become a fitness instructor. And I thought those two things would allow me some time for for, for my kids. Yeah. Um, that's not, not the situation, but at the time it's felt <laughs> we like, know better. You know, right now we know yeah. better, but at yeah. the time it was, you know, promoted like, Oh man, you can have a lot of time for yourself. You can make your own time hours, whatever. And so, um, I was working with this other brand that uh, was pretty athletic. And I realized that people who came in to do their fitness there, um, a lot of people, while the program was amazing, uh, as an athletic program, there was a lot of people coming in that, uh, wasn't ready for that and it's not that they didn't want to train or that they didn't have time to train or that they didn't have money to train all those three things they had which is perfect for absolutely um, you know an, an organization for any
0: trainer,
1: yeah right um but the training wasn't for them and i would see them spending sort of half the workout doing modifications that i thought were just above walking it was just like you know um it was hardly burning the calories and i felt really bad about that and yeah. so I realized, you know, I did a lot of research, and I realized, you know, there is ways that a lot of pe- people can train who aren't athletes um, and still get a lot out of it. And I think strength training ended up sort of it was like the primary uh, training method that I thought, hey, if you created just a, a strength training program primarily, um, a lot of people can get results from that without having to be athletic, even if they have knee problems, even if they have back problems, even if they're a little bit older. And they're not really geared up for uh, tuck jumps or burpees or, or all that stuff. So um, that's kind of how I, that's sort of what I th- thought uh, there was room that if I could create a solution for that, there yes. was room that I could actually break into the industry um, with that. And so that's kind of how 95 got started, apart from the fact that COVID happened and we were out of a job and I had to create, had to now do something for myself um, that was the solution I was trying to uh, fix
0: absolutely and I really liked what you said because it mesh it blends really well with what I'm trying to do as well with my brand is to really allow people a welcoming and informed entrance into uh the fitness world or into well-being in general I think with social media and media in general uh oftentimes fitness can get or well-being can get over complicated and you can get into a situation where you sign up for this program and you haven't moved in a while or you haven't moved in a certain way just like you encountered uh, at the facility that you worked at they weren't quite ready for that level of training yet but they could definitely work their way up to that and you wanted to be like work the one to help them work their way up And that's sort of where I'm coming from as well, where it's like, I want to help people first of all, move and move consistently, but move safely. And what makes sense to their life, like not everybody wants to be an athlete or not everybody wants to spend, you know, a workout burning 800 calories. Uh, You know, they just want to be able to lift their kids or their grandkids off the ground without feeling back pain or, you know, be able to walk up some stairs without feeling out of breath. So That's I right. think, yeah, I think when we break it down and, you know, give that foundational knowledge and that base, you make people feel, and I'm sure you've seen it, you make people feel a world of a difference when you make them realize that like they don't have to do all these complex exercises that they're shown on social media or media in order for them to be active and in order for them to burn the calories that they want to, or attain any kind of life goal that they're, that they're wanting to shoot for. That's right. Yeah.
1: And you do, you do a really, really good job with the kettlebell. I, I actually, obviously I follow you yes. and I, I, I saw when you started to transition into the kettlebell workout, and I got a little jealous because like you said, like there's a bunch of stuff that I'm doing. And I was like, that's, awesome market I uh, that's <laughs> a market I could have
0: done. And I was like, she got it. Right. <laughs> she she but got honestly, it. Got- I mean, you know what we often say or we often hear like, oh, a lot of people will say and, and people that will be listening to this podcast as well will think like, well, you know what? I don't want to get into this field because it's overly saturated, whatever field it may be. And the honest truth is, is that every field is saturated, like whether you want to be a real estate agent or a photographer or a fitness trainer. Uh, but what sets you apart is you. So if you want to do a kettlebell course, do it. And what's going to make it different is your is you and your approach, which is different to mine, right? Yeah, for so sure. yeah, I would I definitely suggest. Yeah, thanks. I really yeah, I appreciate sure. it. Kettlebell has become um, a piece of equipment and just a way of moving for me that just clicks. Like it just makes so much sense in terms okay. of strength and conditioning training, all right. into one. Like a lot of people are looking for. A way to have a more efficient, and especially at this time, a convenient, accessible workout, right? Some people, and I have clients like this, where some people don't want to have to buy all of this equipment, because then they're like, you know, I'm living in a Toronto condo, I don't have room to store all of this equipment, so if they can get in a great workout where they can use and, um, and work on their strength and conditioning with a smaller implement, then why not?
1: You nailed you know? it. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. So diverse, the yeah, kettlebell.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's something that I'm really delving into. I'm actually competing this weekend in a kettlebell competition. Uh, so yeah, it's been a whole world that I've been introduced to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah okay i love it i love it okay yeah
0: tuned. yeah it's uh it's great everything is like you do like a, a video submission so you don't actually yeah. well you have the option of like you can um, compete in front of judges but it's all virtual um or you can just do a video submission but like i said there's a community a whole world of athletes that i've just been uh just so appreciative of being introduced to and this world right. of kettlebell is like is nothing that I've ever experienced before. Like the more I delve into fitness and well being, yeah. the more I'm sort of finding another layer of why I'm so passionate about this industry.
1: Love it. Love What's
0: a, what was your sort of first interaction with fitness or wanting to, you know, something that sort of piqued your interest where you were just like, huh? maybe this is something that I want to pursue, not just as a personal goal, not just for you, you know, getting fit, but for you to be like, you know, I think this could be something that I'd be good at. And I'd want to offer a service with like, when did that start? I know you said you started off in the field at in your late thirties. So what was sort of like the light bulb moment where you were just like, okay, I'm going to do this instead of writing.
1: Uh so I so I tried I tried copywriting for a while and yeah. that was pretty good. I just felt like it was gonna take even longer to break into. Um and so I felt like I was running out of time. But I think the thing with fitness um was and it worked really nicely actually. Two a couple of things, but once I signed up for the course, you know how sort of expensive it is, and it was expensive for, for me that was expensive. It was absolutely it was, you know, around seven hundred dollars after everything, CPR, everything, books. Test everything, yes. and um, and so once I committed that much money, it was almost like now you have to see it through. Absolutely. And so right, so th- the way that psychology is intended to work, it worked for yeah. me. So I was like, you know, I wanted. I was like, oh man, maybe not. But I said, you know, what? I already put the money in. Let me just see it through. Right. And so once I kind of once I got the. Once I I passed the test and everything like that. Once I got my certi- uh, certified as a fitness trainer, yes. Um, I really started to listen to a lot of motivational speakers. Initially, one of the best uh, talks I had was I, I don't know if you've ever heard this one called Everybody wears Everybody should wear sunscreen or Everybody Wears sunscreen and no. it's just it's this great song poem. Um, it was initially a valedictorian speech that turned into a, like sort of a song and it's it's just terrific. But one of the things they talked about was how to melt what you want to do with, with your life, like your job, with, with, with your personal goals. And being able to do that is really, really important. And so that was always in the back of my head. Okay. I want to, I want to be fit. I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm working every day. I'm working the restaurants, I'm working every day. I don't have time to be fit, Yeah. but maybe if I get into the industry that will help me also become fit. So that was an initial thinking in my head. So I was like, okay, that's Makes that's a good okay, that's a good start, right? Yeah. Um, and then once I got this, once I got certified, yeah, you know, I'm listening to some people, and then I heard the bo- burn your burn the boats story. And I don't know if you've heard about that one. It's mm-hmm. sort of like you go to an island, and you want to, if you want to take the island. Uh, the story is a bit fable, but a bit it can be true. Yes. Um, you know, uh, these pirates went to this island. This group of people went to this island and they wanted to take the island so the commander what he did was he burnt the boats and what that meant was his people like you can't there's no turning back we yeah i was like go. where are they going now <laughs> yeah right, that's exactly right yeah so for them they now have to take the island mm. that's what they came there to do and they now have to take the uh, they now have to fight for everything they got they they burnt the boats they yes they they have no way of, no point of return no way of yeah. returning and they so they have to
0: make the island work
1: they have to make their their goals happen now they just have yes. to or yes. or or die, or die, or die. Um, that's a great story so I, yeah it, it was so once I got to understand this you know uh maybe my wife didn't appreciate this as much of the time but like i after I gave my job two weeks i gave my once about two weeks after I got my certified I knew it was going to be tough for me to find a job in this field try to balance working both part-time it's going to take forever so I yes. just quit my job I, I gave him two weeks and I quit wow. my job and I you know I'm at this point I'm, I'm a little bit overweight um my my I think my body fat percentage was around 25 um not in good shape but I said I'm going to make this happen and I had no point of return and Maybe I went to three different interviews and got, you know, you got refused. I remember people just looking at me and then I went to this one interview and, and I think they caught wind of my personality, but then I, I just remember just being in the interview, just sort of like this, I want to, I, I want to cover my, my, my pot belly. But uh. those two things was, was, uh, was big was trying to blend what I want out of life staying strong because I'm not, I'm a new dad at this point, 39 yeah. years old. I just had my second kid who, and my first kid, I had a 38, second yep. kid at 39. So I'm going to be 60 when they're in their 20s. Mm-hmm. I want to be strong. All right, but I don't have time to work out. I'm not going to be able to work out if I'm still working sort of these jobs. So, not, so trying to melt my job and my goals, my lifestyle goals together, and then just burning the bridge.
0: Burning the ship. the
1: ship? Yeah, burning the boat.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, Those
1: are kind of two things
0: you know what, just hearing you say that made me nervous because there are, I don't know if my bosses will listen to this, but (laughs) there have been Uh, moments where I've just been like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give in my notice and I'm just gonna give this all that I got. And I don't think mentally uh, I'm there yet, but I can totally admire the fact. And I know that there's many people out there who have made that jump and there's many who are listening who are on the brink of it, or doing the same thing I'm doing, and you know, every now and then I'll sort of have that thought of like, you know what, I'm just I'm just gonna do it, and I'm gonna go all in. And uh, when you have things like a mortgage or like kids, uh, I think things become a little different, and by a little I mean a lot because now you're just not considering yourself; you have to consider right. the well-being of others. So. Okay. But I, uh, I definitely had those, those thoughts in mind and, and just having that, this quick little talk with you is, is inspiring me oh, a little no. bit more. Oh no. <laughs> I know. Oh no, no. But, uh, but I mean, you make such an incredible point. You have to make life worth it and valuable for you. Like no one else is going to do that for you. And it's amazing that you had that support from your wife, whether she, wasn't so supportive then, uh, but I'm sure she's supportive now. But the fact that, you know, yeah. she was just like, you you gotta do, you gotta do what's best for you at the end of the day. And you made it work because, like you said, you burned that boat and you put everything you had into it, and and here you are today. Which is yeah,
1: that's right,
0: which that's is right. incredible. I mean,
1: a year it's, and a half ago.
0: A year and a half ago, wow. Yeah
1: a year wow. and a half ago
0: and what do you like do you ever catch yourself sitting there being like wow what like who am i like how did how did i make this happen do you ever know because
1: about, no? no i i don't i really i don't you're too much know, of a pro a now me- <laughs> well not not only that it's a mentality that i i've I really like been very serious about um where i i don't feel like i've accomplished anything and for a second I don't ever feel like wow I've accomplished anything because even right now even in the pandemic we could lose it all in a 2nd right. I could have lost it all a month ago two months three four six months ago I could I could have I could have easily lost it all like in a heartbeat in yeah. a heartbeat it was yeah. I have nothing i not there's it's all gone for sure yeah. like a lot of people so uh I never ever really stopped and and sm- like smell the roses I never ever stop and congratulate myself about anything that I've done so far and and it, it's honestly it's just a mentality that, that I that I take every single day with me man like every tomorrow is like a new day that I have to fight and scratch at a thousand percent or else it's done for or else it's it's game over and that's yeah. how, that's sort of how I think about every single day
0: you're right. I mean, if the pandemic has taught me anything, it's, you just, you got to take things day by day because you never know what a day is going to bring you. So you got to treat every day as morbid as it may sound, but you, you do, you really have to treat every day. Like it's your last, like it's like you could lose it all today or, and, and for some people that might sound extreme or it might sound morbid, but I think it brings that element of drive and, and really putting things into perspective for you. Like you really have to appreciate every single day that you're given and, for sure. and you don't know the uncertainty that lies ahead. Like nobody could have predicted this two year worldwide pandemic no. and how it would no. shut down so many businesses and affect so many people's lives and take from so many people's lives. So, I mean, what I can hear from you is that like, yes, you want to, you want to fight every day, and you know every day is a new day. But you got to be appreciative of every single day that we're given to, Especially for like sure. where you're sitting right now, like in your facility with nine two five on the wall, wearing a nine two five shirt. You worked really hard for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to you got to keep. It. There's a price to pay. There's a price yeah. to pay for that. Um, but but yeah, for sure. Uh, I got to work hard, but I, I never, ever lose my mind that, man, tomorrow, uh, you know, like, the, like not even for health reasons, just the way business is going, like, yeah. you know, we could fall easily.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's just, that's just, I think the life of an entrepreneur in general, Probably, yeah. where it's just like, <laughs> where you just, yeah. things... For a while, and especially like you're a year, year and a half into nine two five. I thought you you've been in business, like you carry yourself and yeah, I thought the nine two five name had been around for quite some time. And speaking of which, where did that where did nine two five come from? Like where did how did you come up with the name?
1: So yeah, so nine two five is not even a year old. June second, it'll be a year old.
0: Um, awesome anniversary coming up.
1: Yeah, it's, co- it's coming up since our first um, boot camp last year, um, even when we weren't allowed to get kicked out of parks and stuff like that. 9 to k because I realized that I wanted to go after a professional market of parents and, and professionals. That, that, that was our initial, that was my initial market that I was going after my, um, and so I was going after people that worked 9 to 5. Yeah. And so I, I came up uh, with, uh, you know, we came through, I uh, tried a bunch of names and uh, I came up with a nine, nine, two, five. Uh, well being, And I used the blue as sort of uh, coming off of LinkedIn. I wanted to sort of have that business um, because I think blue is one of those business colors. Um, and nice. So Interesting
0: perspective.
1: Yeah. I think mm-hmm. uh, that's sort of one of those. And that's, I think that's why LinkedIn also uses it because it's, it's the color associated with business. Yeah, and then I and then I mixed it with the dark blue. It was initially just like a light blue, and I mixed it with the dark blue because I'm a, I'm a Blue Jays fan, and then I thought let me sneak in. <laughs> um, I, I want to sneak in um, like a Blue Jays look. You're Toronto pride. Yes, yeah, for Yeah, so yeah. So do, interesting. So you took
0: that approach and sort of honed in on business psychology a little bit. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think. Thought...
1: Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. So. No, I thought um, it was, uh, you know, especially when it came to picking a name for the website, I just wanted to something that re- was sort of obvious, and, but then not obvious at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, so, I hear you. Like, you wanted to be creative, but you wanted to sort of make it clear to those who were a part yes. of this group, like, I am here for you. Yeah, right? yeah. And I... and, uh, and what an amazing market to really uh, focus in on because as a nine to fiver, I'm still a nine to fiver. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah. So uh, sedentary life or just sitting for long periods of time is something that you get very, very used to, but it can be a serious detriment to your overall well-being, your overall quality of movement uh, so to have a service like yours that has really, you know, honed into that niche. So helpful. And yeah, that, sorry. yeah. And that is something that I think uh, I have aspired to do as well, which is take people like myself, um, obviously in varying age groups and, and demographics in that way. But those who spend quite a long time uh, in that sort of seated position don't necessarily have maybe the time during their day to move around as much, but making it, making fitness and movement accessible to them. So even if it means like standing up for 10 minutes and walking around the office or like, you know, going outside and walking around the office building, you know, everybody takes a lunch break. So trying to make movements a little bit more integrated into their life, whether it be like a five, 10 minute break, um, or coming to a class and uh, and making it work for your life because I mean life is life is super hectic i mean as as I imagine for you as well how has life changed for you uh, but since you know let's compare like pre925 to current 9 five
1: Sure so I, I think I was actually having this discussion not too long ago with, with my wife and you know, before nine to five, or before I got, before I sort of started to do stuff on my own, um, like I, I did not negotiate family time. I absolutely, like, uh, you know, I would tell, I would go to work at five in the morning. Start, I started a job where it was started at nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. I worked till five in the afternoon. And I'd come home at like six, six thirty, seven. And so it yeah. was a huge chunk of the day that I wasn't spending with my family. I, I made it. I got it to the point where. They allowed me to come in at five in the morning. It took some it took some months. Yes. And until I started coming at five in the morning and leaving at two in the afternoon in the middle of jobs, right? Okay. Um, and that was because I just I could not stay away. I just I didn't want to stay away from my kids. I didn't want to stay away from my wife, my family all day long. So I decided I would wake up uh two thirty every morning for <gasps> years, um, just to make sure that I get home in time. And so oh.
0: What an ungodly
1: uh, hour. Yeah, I, I did. Actually, I did that up until like maybe February this past, this, this latest February here.
0: Yeah, I saw that um, on social media. I was like, you know what? Good, good for you. I mean, I think the earliest that I'll wake up is for my clients, for my client sessions. And the earliest is like 5 a.m. But like to say, you know, 2.30, 3.30, 4.30, good on you.
1: Well, and yeah, that was because like I, I really wanted, that was when they were sleeping. So yeah. I wanted to make sure I get everything done while they were sleeping. And so that, that way I could come come home or be home at a certain time when they were actually up. And But now um, what's changed a lot is for right now, uh, we all have to sort of all in the house have to make some sacrifices. Now my kids see me every day and all the time, but I'm usually working, I'm usually at the laptop. Even though I'm right in the living room with them, um, I'm, I'm there on the laptop. I don't get to take them out as much. Um, and I don't get to go out as much with the family. I, there's a lot, a lot of holidays that I actually do stay home. Um, unfortunately, um, cause there's an interesting, you know, th- interesting things have happened to me on holidays when everybody is sort of uh, other, uh, fitness owners have, have sort of taken the day off. Yeah. Um, I've noticed on some of those days that I've been able to get a lot of business on those days. Some of those days have become like turning points. Interesting. Um, by me just staying home and going after clients on those days. Um, I've gotten, you know, several clients on, on um, um you know, a father's day or uh, or Canada day or something like this. Me staying home. I'm pushing it. So that's the difference is now everybody huh. has to sacrifice in our house because yes. I'm not. I can't I can't put the family first anymore. Now obviously the family's first and this is all for the family. Absolutely. But I, there's there's a it's a long game that I have to play now whereas right now we have to make some sacrifices when it comes to time with me.
0: Yeah, and you know, I couldn't, I couldn't relate any more. I mean, aside from, you know, being married and having kids, I'm mean, just the idea of time in general, I've had, you know, family just be like, come on, like, just come, come watch a show or come do this. And I'm like, you know, I, I've got to do this right now because I'm thinking of the bigger picture, right? I'm thinking okay. of, you know, what I want to accomplish. And you said it really, really well, where, you know, you blend what you're doing with that goal that you have in mind for yourself. And I think honestly, your kids, when they get old enough, they will admire the fact that, you know, daddy works so hard and he's been such an example for us and showing us like what hard work can really do. If that's something that you want, if that's a life that you want to lead, if you want to be an entrepreneur, it can be super rewarding. It does come with a level of sacrifice. uh, But at the end of the day, it's yours. And I think that's one thing that makes me excited as an entrepreneur is that I created this thing. And I get to share this on my terms. And, uh, and yeah, and, and and it's great. And I get to offer this service to people that I've crafted for them and just bring so much value to their life as well. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's been a journey and, and just hearing from you, it's, it's definitely been, you know, it comes with its ups and downs and, uh, and yeah, and speaking of which, and this is something that before we started recording, I wanted to ask you about, uh, you disappeared for a little bit from social media uh, and yes,
1: yes, yes.
0: yeah. And I was kind of like, where did he go? Cause I was so used to seeing <laughs> you, um, on three,
1: four times a day.
0: Yeah. Three, four times a day on social media, you know, show, taking us through your day. And then when I didn't see that, I was like, huh, but that. It touches on a good point, but uh, I'll sort of leave that for the end. I- I'd love to hear from you, sort of what you took the time to do and where you went.
1: Sure. So I mean, it was yeah, it was like you said, it was a good opportunity. Um, we were hoping to open, and we're hoping to open, and then all of a sudden they nailed us. February, uh, we're still not going to open. We're still not going to open for a while. Yeah. And my, I, I, I didn't have as healthy of a Zoom program as you do. <laughs> um, it was sort of not like, it was, it was not, well, I was finding it hard to, to yeah. sort of, uh, justify all the time I spent with, with everything and just, you know, and so, um, I said, okay, um, this is one of those sort of, you make a decision. Um, yeah. it's not a decision that's going to be best for everybody, but you make a decision. And the people that were on zoom, uh, maybe they weren't exactly a hundred percent happy. I expressed why I was doing it, and and I'd given them a, a month warning, but um, yeah. but I said, you know, I I this is the last month, I you know, it's just not my time is not worth working out right now with this, right. And I, I sort of read um, on a friend's IG post, ironically enough, you know, yeah. it's okay to just like you don't have to let anyone know, you 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 disappear, you do your thing, you you disappear and you do your thing. It was said it was said a little bit more eloquently than that, but. Um, I hear you I just remember thinking all right now is the time I don't need to make an announcement I don't need to say anything um because social media i use social media as my way of marketing and as my way of promoting my my brand
0: um, as most of us do of having, yeah it's a great way
1: instead of having a so it's not like, it's not so much of a social like I'm trying to like you know think I'm trying to make sure I'm marketing my brand but I said okay a decision has to be made um, I got off of social media I said I don't think I'm gonna Gain much traction, anyways. If I if I'm on social media, uh, at the same rate because no one can come to the gym. It's so too cold outside for any outdoor workout. My Zoom program isn't really popping. This is it. Okay. I was uh I was about twenty five thirty pounds more than I was the year before. Mm-hmm. Um and definitely my you know body. I, so I started to do YouTube. I started to do YouTube workouts. Okay. And I create I created like. 30 or 40 YouTube videos. And one day I'm sitting down, I'm, I'm editing it and I'm seeing how, sh- how I'm like trying to hide myself. I, I don't I don't have the YouTube body. And I felt ashamed and I felt like if I'm going to be on YouTube, I can't be like that. Nobody's going to want to, nobody's going to want to like follow this guy who looks like that on YouTube, right? Mm. And so that's, that was one of the things that kind of like, boom, all right. I have, in order for me to make money, in order for me to make money and promote my brand, I have to change. And so I stopped everything I'm doing. I said, I got to take a month off. And I just started to train. Um, I started to, I had a bunch of courses. I was on the go, a yoga course, um, a nutrition course, and a pregnancy course. Uh-huh. And, and, and some books um, that I was, you know, that, that I was reading, some audio books. And when you're on social media, you just don't have time for all of that. And, no. and I, I just, I went ham on those things did not go on social media every now and then I'll check to see if I have messages, but yeah. I did not check my feed or nothing like that. And, you know, before when I, when I decided not to, it was like, uh, you know, like, I hope I don't lose momentum and everything like that. And then when I came back, I think about four or five or six weeks later, um, it just, uh, everything just changed. I, I changed my my the name of, of my my personal YouTube, uh, Instagram and everything like that. And I just felt like I had so much more value to offer. I'll never forget that time. Uh, like, I, I'll never forget how important that time was.
0: Yeah. Know? I mean... It's, uh, yeah, like I said, it was interesting because I was like, where did he go? And then when you would come back and explained everything and and you were, and you had posted and you made some really interesting points as you were telling your story. And I think we all get, we are all quite guilty of getting wrapped up in, you know, how we are perceived on social media. And, you know, like you said, you, you wanted to, you didn't have the YouTube body. Um, and I think with fitness, working in fitness, you do want to have your, your personal level of health and fitness at a certain level, especially when you are, you know, catering to a world where there is a certain image of fitness and wellness. Right. And you want to make sure that you are, you know, you're at your healthiest and, uh, and really a reflection of your brand is, is what I'm trying to get at. And I could totally understand that and wanting to sort of have this image of your brand as being what it is that you are promoting, which is health and wellness and making sure that you're prioritizing those things. And it's great that you took that time. You took that month off. You said, you know what? Screw social media. I need to work on myself. I need to come within and do what I need to do uh, to get things right here. And I'm sure, I mean, even the vibe that I was getting from you and from your posts, you came back better than ever. I saw all these like great meal ideas um, and these great workouts for you. Like you just came back and you just seem like rejuvenated and refreshed and feeling really, really great about yourself. And, uh, and yeah, you're leading by example. You led by example for this because I think, and like I was saying before, you know, fitness trainers or people in the health and wellness profession can sometimes be the most unhealthy. And I think it's because we prioritize other people's health before right. we have a chance to prioritize our own. Cause we're like, you know, wanting to really push our brand and, and get that client retention. And then when we have a second to breathe, we're just like, uh, I feel yeah, what
1: happened. What happened? I feel
0: not so great. And maybe you don't, maybe it's not about like how you look and maybe it's just about that's the right. overall that's energy. Right. Maybe that's it's right. that overall energy too. Right. So, yeah, um, point. yeah, it's just like, just it an wasn't exceptional really about how I,
1: look. I, I love that you said that because it wasn't yeah. uh, how I look. Okay, fine. Yes. But yeah. if I looked that way and I ate healthy and I would train and I did, you know, I, I slept right and everything. And that's the way I look. I would be totally like, this is me. Yeah. Right. But I knew that I looked the way I did because I wasn't eating properly and because mm-hmm. I wasn't training and because I wasn't sleeping right. And, and so I, I love that you said, said that point because it wasn't, I know I made the point that it was how I looked, but it wasn't yeah. about how I looked.
0: Yeah. And I mean, how you look is sometimes can be a reflection of what's going on inside, can be. Right. And so I think it's really easy because that's like the first thing you see is the outside stuff. Yeah. Right, yeah. so it's really easy to be like, "Oh, I look like this," you know. Therefore, I'm, you know, therefore I'm unhealthy. But it doesn't always mean that way. Like you said, like no. you can be doing all the right things, but like genetics and biology and yeah, and ha- or hormone levels can have a yeah. lot to do with that piece. uh But the fact that you were just like, you know, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z correct, and it's great that you brought about, you know, the 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 fact of like getting proper sleep in and and food and movement um they're all very very integral to um, being a part of well being uh, because yeah we have these like extreme focuses on like nutrition and movement but like what about everything in between like your sleep your hydration your yeah. stress management um and all these other things that can really affect your your overall health. So yeah, I just want to say to you, I really, really admire the fact that you took that time for yourself. And uh, I'm sure your your family was really appreciative of that. How how was that for your wife? Was she just like
1: that was cool, yeah. It was, it was a little different <laughs> for them. Not this to see me like this. I know. I'm not like this the whole time. Like I'm just, i know, I'm reading a book or I'm just like, all right. Yeah. Um, so yeah that, that was a cool time that was a good time I'll never forget it I'll never forget how important that is and and, and if ever I need to do it again I know that it, it was worth it
0: yeah good and have you uh sort of approached your life now in a way like after kind of going through that month are you sort of prioritizing more of what you what you got from that month and, you know, really sprinkling it into your every day just so that you're able to, to maintain the lifestyle that you created for yourself within that month.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, you're right. Uh, especially with, yeah. when it comes to nutrition and, and hormones. You, you brought up hormones. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, sort of like, so I changed my name from 40 Fit Dad, which yeah. is really just based on, you know, uh, a 40-year-old dad uh, trying to be fit. 40 yeah. Fit Dad. Um, to where I now changed it to wh- what I felt like uh, really like encapsulated my a new approach was guts and mobility, and it Love was it. not about fitness like strong man like you know I'm gonna like strong my way into this. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't necessarily about um, eating or eating even eating right wasn't enough. Yeah. Um, w- you know it was about mobility, which I felt like is really the key to longevity. And you brought it, you brought it up a few times about what, how you're approaching your business, where movement and different things, strength is part of it. Yeah. It's not part of strength, but strength is part of it. Um, yeah. As you know, as well as just like moving around So mobility. I was like, okay, now I'm more about mobility now, as opposed to just like yeah, you're getting like working deeper. You're
0: sort of like yeah. you know taking those those layers off and kind of getting deeper into your purpose.
1: That's right, and then with the guts, that was a huge yeah. thing for me because it was like uh, not just about eating, but man, I, I fell in love with uh, the guts and the digestive system and what's going on with the things that we eat, and yeah. um, and sort of and sort of how. You know, we've been fed just the nutrition side of it and then when it comes to the guts. And I fell in love with like how you could change your body if you understand what's going on in your guts.
0: Yeah. And also I interpreted the guts part as like you having a lot of yeah, like you having a lot of guts to like take that month off as a business owner, new in their business, and just to like take that time for yourself and revamp and refuel. Uh so yeah, I kind of like define that that's, in my own a huge part of
1: it i don't ever bring it up because that's almost the obvious thing just like yeah. i never ever bring up uh like i never played this the rocky song or i never you no know, <laughs> like reference rocky because yeah. that's the obvious thing yeah but uh but but that was that was also uh, like i was like yes this is perfect because you got to have the guts to be able to do these things and so you're right uh that, that played yeah. a, a definite role in, in sort of who i would becoming.
0: love it Love it. Okay. So before we end off, I have a couple questions for you, a little bit of a lightning round. So really what I do uh, is that I take some related questions and seemingly unrelated questions. I ask you the question, I'm looking for like maximum a sentence response. Uh, One of them, you pretty much answered, uh, but maybe we'll delve a little deeper into it. So the first question is, uh, I've heard a lot of parents. I'm not a parent myself yet, but I've heard a lot of parents talk about trying to keep their kids consistently entertained and you know active, especially during this time, especially during this pandemic. What have you or what have you and your wife done to keep the little ones busy?
1: Uh, we gave into uh, technology. <laughs> we gave into like, we gave into the tablet. We gave oh into my god!
0: Top. What an honest Thank
1: you. three and Okay, <laughs> gotta do it.
0: So. Oh my God. I love it. Thank you yeah. for the honesty.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. It sucks sometimes, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Good. Good, 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 good to hear. And I'm sure a lot of parents out there are just like, yes, you know, I'm not the only one. Thank you.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah there's a really, there's a really funny meme out there. That's like, uh, because sometimes you want to punish your kids by saying, okay, no tablet for you. And then there's this, there's this funny meme. That's like, you know, all right, mom, no tablet for me. What are you going to do? Uh, entertain me. <laughs> You know, and so that's really the point. Like, like we can't take away the tablet from them. Like, we want to punish them, but yeah. that punishes us. Yeah, that punishes us.
0: <laughs> oh, looking forward to parenthood. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. All exactly. Right.
0: Okay. Choose if you had to choose in between these two. Uh, right. What would sort of be like your preference or your favorite? An outdoor workout or a workout in a gym or at your facility?
1: An outdoor workout. Yeah that's how we were born that's how we were made
0: love it yeah I I totally agree there's something about just being in the outdoors and being sort of connected with nature and breathing in the fresh air that there's like a feeling like no other and especially right. in Canada where we have three seconds of good weather I'm taking advantage right.
1: of that <laughs> right. you see, at, at the last stay home order um, it's now been 36 30- seven or 38 days of the stay home order and 35 of those days I've I've done outdoor workouts every single morning.
0: Yeah. Um, I've seen you on the track.
1: Yeah. So that I I love, I love going out there no matter what, even if I have a gym, I I go out there every single day.
0: Awesome. Okay. Last question. And we sort of touched upon this, uh, but I kind of like to see, to hear your take. Uh, So true or false fitness professionals or wellness professionals are some of the most burnt out individuals and why do you think that
1: um, I, 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 I don't I don't think that I don't think that is okay. the case I think I, I, um, I think it's um, the ambitious ones are if you' if you're ambitious yeah I think that then, then that becomes um, then you become the, the burnt out ones but I think in general, I I don't I didn't find that the majority of the case. Okay. I think I think if I surround, if I if I look if I think about all of the if I think about the the couple of places I've worked at in the industry.
0: Yes. I would
1: say one one out of five one out of five of them was legit legitimately burnt out. Okay. And then the other four, they were looking for jobs. They were looking. They were hoping to get busy. They just it was you know they didn't have cl- enough clients or there wasn't enough hours at that facility or whatever.
0: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. No,
0: that's perfect. Yeah, no, that's great. And that's, and that's why uh, I, I want to hear, you know, different perspectives and, uh, and, you know, different life experiences. I think I speak personally for myself where it's like, you do te- you can teeter a fine line, uh, especially I think like just entrepreneurship in general, uh, right. if, uh,
1: you will be burnt out for sure because you're very <laughs> ambitious and that's what I mean. Like the ambitious ones that are like trying to do something more yeah. than just sort of go into work and come out of work.
0: Yeah. Well
1: will for I, sure be burnt out.
0: I'm trying, yeah. Like I'm trying my best and it is a struggle and I'll be very honest. It's a struggle to not, um, want to just be like doing something or like working on my business. But I think what just brings me back to like within and inside my body is just like, I don't, I don't want to burn out. I don't want to get to a good. point where, um, and I just keep rationalizing to myself. I don't want to get to a point where I feel like I can't do what I love because my body is so run down. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, like I said, I think the reality is, is that as an entrepreneur, as a fitness professional, um, it's, it can be easy to burn out. Uh, You can teeter that fine line, but really, I think, you know, surrounding yourself, like people like yourself or, you know, other fitness professionals or entrepreneurs that are finding ways not to burn out and trying to, yes, do what they love and do what they're passionate about, but do it at a pace that is sort of more realistic. And yes, you're still making some sacrifices, but It's not for the betterment of, or it's not for the detriment, sorry, of like your own well-being and breaking down so often. I think, I think you can make it work. I think it's hard. And I think like your little hiatus, your one month hiatus kind of make it kind of, kind of made that like really, you know, really profound thought to me It's just like, it's okay. It's okay for you to like take time off. Nobody's going anywhere. And I have this fear too, where it's like, if I'm not that active, You know, like, am I going to lose the momentum? And, uh, and yeah, I think when you just sort of let those voices simmer down and quiet a little bit and think like, no, I've got to do this for myself. Um, and I've got to do this for my business. So I'm not, if I'm not leading by that example, especially in the fitness world, right? If you're not taking care of yourself, then what kind of example are you setting for your clients?
1: That's right. Right. That's Right. Yeah, I yeah. love it, and and even in even in the social media part of it, um, uh, just as you know, even if you're making content every day, and this this part's so annoying sometimes, but <laughs> people forget your content by the evening. They watch it in the morning, and mm-hmm. that's it. They obviously, they, sometimes they, they don't even watch it. They just know that it's you, and they might like it or they might not. Whatever, it doesn't matter. And they mm-hmm. that's it. They're just forgotten. Yeah, uh, in their heads. And so when you when you take that height, you know what I was. I had, to, I had to kind of like, all right, I had to be okay with this and remind myself, you take that hiatus off as well. All right. They're like, you know, where'd they go, where'd they go? And then when you come back, even if it's a year, they forgot that you took that, you know, they forgot that like yeah. sort of you took that hiatus. And even it works that way as well, where the short term memory is also uh, applies to when you leave for a while
0: yeah absolutely nobody and, noticed
1: Nobody noticed. yeah okay. no and
0: and those that are going to be like your ride or dies those who have been there for day one are still going to be there and they're going to appreciate it even more because they're seeing okay rocky is like i said leading by example if i need to take time off i don't need to push myself to get to my goal, I need to like let the process happen. If I need to take some time off, it's because it's for the betterment of me and my overall well being and the longevity of my life. That's so right. yeah, I uh I can't say enough how much I admire and really value, you know, your your time off and the perspective that is sort of switched for you and how you sort of changed even something as like your Instagram name to better reflect where you're at in your business and in your life so uh yeah i just so much i just want to say thank you for that thank you so much for coming on and making the time to chat with me
1: yeah you're welcome i'm so happy to
0: yeah absolutely it was kind of like a last minute request i was just like you know what i gotta have rocky on and so many things were happening i I was like let's see if he's available
1: i love (laughs) it yeah yeah i love it i was definitely gonna make time i'm so happy awesome awesome okay
0: well, before we sign off, where can everybody find you?
1: Sure. So, um, basically on Instagram, that's the only social media that I'm really on. Um, Got some mobility and 925 Wellbeing. well being, and then we're out here in Mississauga, um, close to you know, uh, four, highway four one and Mavis, and so we're either here in person or you find us on Instagram at those two handles: Got some mobility and nine to five well being.
0: Great. Okay, Rocky. Well, I am hoping that I will see you soon in person. Again, I'm looking forward to the many, many collaborations that, uh, that we're going to be doing together. I just feel like we vibe so well and we're both wanting to go towards a common goal and what better way to do that than as a community. So, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Thank you again so much and, uh, have a great rest of your night.
1: Thank you, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me on it.
0: No problem. Talk to you soon.
1: Okay. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.